Okay. No, I'm sorry. I took you the wrong place. Darkness, say worthy, worthy. Yes. Let's try that again. You want me to sing that part and you sing with them? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, so let's start unison. Worthy, 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 Lord, another glimpse of glory. We'll sing once more. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Worthy, 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 Lord. 
church and just sing, Worthy, worthy, worthy Lord. Kylie. Yes. Make sure everybody's mic's on. I'm two and four are off. Four's not used. Who has two? After we go from the bridge. I'm not picking up either one of the guys. This is nine. Yes. Questions about that? Hello. Yes. Bing, 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 bing. Oh, it's working. Verse 5. Stay on it. Stay on it with them. You try to find the lead with me. Uh, so let's start at verse 3. Oh. Okay. Standing with those who have heard well done, proclaiming forever that you're the one who's faithful. start at verse 3 with us, which is really verse 5 if you look at your word. Okay. Standing with those who have heard well done, claiming forever that you're the one who's faithful, faithful, faithful are you, Jesus, Jesus, 
Jesus, you are Lord. Okay, so everybody, let's start at verse 3. Standing. Standing with those who have heard well done. Claiming forever that you're the one who's faithful, faithful, faithful are you. standing which is verse 3 standing with those who have heard well done thanking forever that you're the one who's faithful 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 are you
got quiet in here. Welcome to the United Pentecostal Church of Paris, Paris, Texas. It's good to see all of you here. Um, why don't you wave to someone? Y'all don't have to be quiet. Wake up. Happy Father's Day. Why don't there's an icebreaker? Why don't you tell someone Happy Father's Day? Yes, we have a couple of announcements. Tonight starts our kids' crusade. Excited about that. That will be from 6:30 to 8, and I think it's from tonight until Wednesday. Um, so be a part of this. Come and pray with these children. They need it, and we need it. You know, we can really learn from childlike faith. Faith. That's what the Bible says as it is. So, anyways, the 24th is our Journey Ladies meeting at Downtown Coffee at 8:30 in the morning. On the 24th, the same day, but that night, it will be a journey in the Family Life Center. Pick up your food, and then we're going to play games, volleyball, basketball, all of that at 630. If you're confused on what group you're in, ask somebody, okay? Don't miss events because you're scared to ask. Ask somebody because everyone has a place, okay? The 25th is a mission pledge due. And then the 27th is our Ladies United Fellowship at Taco Delight. That's so cool. 6.30. And we have a very special speaker, Sister Alicia Lester. You don't want to miss that. I'm pumped to hear her. The 29th through the 30th is our North Texas camp meeting, okay? They call it summit, but it's camp meeting. It's literally for everyone, okay? Anyone who wants to be there get there okay or try to find a ride get a group of people we will try to help that make that transportation possible brother Matthew Tuttle is going to be preaching that and he's no stranger to this facility he's been here before preached youth revival July 9th is our mother's memorial offering it will be due that day okay that's it for right now why don't you go ahead and stand up before we sing one note, I just want us to enter into a time of prayer. If you don't have words, just say, God, I need you. Or God, I bless your name. Thank you for another day of breath. Oh God, we're nothing without you. God, we need you to be in this place. Oh God, if you're not here, it's in vain. Oh God, I pray that you would be with us. Meet every need that's unspoken. Oh God, speak peace to every chaotic situation. Oh God, you're my healer. You're my deliverer. You're the great I am. There's nobody like you. There's nobody like you, God.
witness this morning. Someone let their praise rise louder than the circumstances. Someone let their worship dictate what they do today. Don't let your problems dictate what you do today. But let the praise dictate what happens. Let the God that's always come through dictate what you do in this place today. Come on, worship with us, church.
Righteous is the 
Almighty. Almighty God. Oh, worthy are you there. Oh, yes, Lord. presence just for a few seconds someone just let that spirit cover you right now let that spirit wrap you up and just tarry there lamb that went to the cross and died for us does someone have a praise for that lamb does someone have a little bit of worship for the God the one true God that endured it all without sin and still died for us. We're about to take our prayer request before the Lord, before that same God that died for us. Jesus. There's a lot. 
lot of sheets of paper up here, I won't lie, and I can't find the prayer request right now. But we have the names up on the screen. And if there be any needs here today, I ask you and I urge you to step out in faith for those needs. You see, God is an omnipresent God, meaning He is everywhere simultaneously. But a lot of times, it doesn't feel as if He's present. And that's entirely 100% up to us. It says He inhabits our praises. And so if you're not creating a worshipful atmosphere then clearly you will not be experiencing God. Last night as we were on our way home from God, on our way home from Dallas, God showed up in the car as we were driving. And it was because a worshipful atmosphere had been created in the car. What had just begun as overgoing Some of the songs that we were going to sing this morning, the spirit of Jesus started to inhabit our praises and God started to move in the car. And we're going about 75 miles an hour and Sister Kylie's one hand on the wheel, one hand up to God. And there wasn't a doubt in my mind that we were about to wreck. Maybe it's naive, right? But I have a feeling that that's the same word that the world uses when I'm worshiping God, when it doesn't match what I'm going through. That's naive. Oh no, that's called God, you see. Because the God that I serve is the same God of the Old Testament. So call me naive, world. Call me radical, world. Call me crazy. But I believe in a God that's going to meet a need here today. I'm don't, I don't do this for hype. I don't get excited for hype. I get excited for Jesus because I understand I don't possess the joy that I have. That is strictly from God. And so if you have a need here today, I think that if we inhabit this place with our praises, and I think if we muster up all the faith that we've got, God just might come through for your need. And if my personal testimony is not enough, And if the testimony of hundreds and thousands isn't enough, let me give you the word of Job. 42, verse 2. And he said, And I know that thou canst do everything. If you're not familiar with the story of Job, this is him freshly coming off of losing everything. This is him freshly coming off having all hell wreak his world. And what does he say? I know that thou canst do everything. You see, God hadn't given him it all back yet. Jesus had been in communication with Job, but it's a few verses down when God actually restores everything that Job had. 
And he still says, thou canst do everything. Addiction, he's got it. Pain, he's got it. Bondage, he's got it. A lost family member, he's got it. He can do everything. So if you want to, if you want to receive some blessing, I think God's going to do some today. I think there's going to be a little bit of restoring here today. Amen. Mm. Let's go in prayer. And if you have a need, I urge you heavily to step out in faith for that need. Jesus. Lord, I believe that you're still in the miracle business. I still believe that the seas that were parted weren't too big for you now then and I believe that a few cases of anxiety isn't too big for you now God maybe I'm naive in thinking that you're going to come through even though you've already done it time and time again but I believe you're going to do it one more time Jesus we stretch out to you in faith right now And Lord, I claim victory over every lost family member right now, Jesus, even though they're not even here. And Jesus, I claim spiritual dominion over every ounce of bondage, over every ounce of depression, over every ounce of anxiety. Jesus, I claim your great name over every problem in this place. I plead the blood of Jesus over this place today.
atmosphere where it happens. Oh, with Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it will that some people are really thinking, can a miracle really happen? Is God still in the miracle business? We just went to a camp this week where there was literal physical miracles. We had a student that his heart was not growing with the size of his body. He went up to prayer. In that moment, his heart expanded and grew to the size of his body. He felt it. He literally felt it. We had another student who had a heart that had a high heart rate. Their whole life they've had a high heart rate. They've always checked it with their pulse. In that moment, they went up to prayer. They checked their pulse. They felt their heart rate go down. Their pulse stopped. Their pulse slowed down. That's a miracle. These are physical miracles that have happened. And so it is possible that a miracle can happen today. If we let our faith rise and our minds open tonight, it is possible that a physical miracle can happen today. He is still in the miracle business. Yes, in the name of Jesus. With Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it will happen. Let your faith rise. With Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it will happen in this world. Tell God with Jesus, it will happen. He can make it happen in this perfect time. In perfect will. With Jesus, it will happen. It can happen in this place today. Let faith rise.
You may be seated. Thank God for this beautiful presence of God. I would like to say this being Father's Day that we hope that all of you men know how much we appreciate you being leaders. You lead out in the worship. You're faithful in attendance. And we just want you to all know that you are greatly appreciated for the leadership you are in this church and the leadership that you are in your homes. I hope that out in the four years that all of you men got the little gift that we had for you. And I would like to say thank you to Kylie and to Callan for decorating that for you for Father's Day today. So we're going to... Uh, <clears throat> We're going to do uh, a drawing for uh, eight gifts down here. So instead of the pastor shaking your hand like he does on Mother's Day, when your name's called, if you'll head over here, I'll shake your hand. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is not rigged, but Brother Jim Lester, <laughs> that's her husband, if you don't know. He's very deserving, yes, thank you. up our Saturday night prayer meetings and does a lot of other things around the church. We're thankful for him. All right. Brother Ronnie Morton. He heard that one. A very deserving man also. He gives me a hard time. Brother Scott Price, very deserving man as well. I'm not even having to lie today. These are all deserving men. <laughs> okay. Brother Dickie, very deserving. He's been doing an incredible job He's preaching occasionally on Wednesday nights, and it's powerful. You don't want to miss that if he's preaching again soon. Brother Young. Yes, David. He's a great man and a very good worshiper. We're thankful for you. Oh. All right. Aaron Gerbanski. <laughs> Another great man of a good friend of mine. pretty much whatever you need him to do around here. We're very grateful for him as well. We're thankful for every father and as you leave today um, even if you're a dog dad, cat dad, whatever you consider yourself a dad to 
your wife, I don't know, whatever. Anyways, you can get your air fresheners outside on this side and right here, okay? So feel free to pick that up. We're grateful for all the dads. That was so exciting. She kept saying all these deserving men. I was like, well, my goodness, the time she doesn't say that, that's going to be real funny. That guy's not going to be very deserving. <laughs> and so I was like, my goodness. But at this time, we'll have the ushers come to take our tithe and our offering. Hey, man, church is fun, isn't it? Right? It's fun. I mean, I, I just... I, I'll be quite honest with you. I don't get the people that don't like going to church. You get renewed in the spirit and you have fun and you see friends and family and you get to fellowship and then you even get a good little word or two from pastor. And so I just don't quite get why people don't like coming to Sunday service. Lord, thank you so much for your spirit that you've already shown in this place today, God. And thank you for your continued outpouring over this service. Lord, and I just pray that you would bless Pastor as he delivers his word here to us today. And God, I pray that you would bless this offering and all the givers, Lord. I pray that you would bless us spiritually, financially, emotionally, and physically. In your great name, amen. You're a good, good father to you are. Oh, 
Sometimes we rejoice because that God meets a personal need in thoughts. Other times, inspiration. But then he also works through the body. So as you pray and receive the word of God, you may be a part of the member of the body that is required to strengthen other parts of the body rather than just another meeting. And so it's a, it, it's a very phenomenal thing that God does when he calls it the church. Because we become responsible not only for the hand, but for the arm that holds the hand. And for the muscle that exercises the hand. And, and so today we have some phenomenal abilities that are sitting to my right. And Brother Becton and his good wife, I'd like for them to stand. They are going to be helping every parent, grandparent, mother, dads in every way as they minister this week to this assembly. And I want him to say a word, and then I'll have her say a word. Well, praise the Lord. It is certainly good to be here. And that wonderful, refreshing touch of the Holy Ghost. Without a move, we're just like anybody else. If Jesus doesn't show up, I was reading one day, and, and I thought it was kind of humorous, Brother Meyer. It said, you know, when we were young, they didn't put up signs, men working. Back then, you knew what they was doing. But nowadays, they put that sign up there. You know, one guy's leaning on the shovel, holding the flag. And that struck me funny until I got to think about when I come to church, if somebody's sitting behind me, do I need a sign on my back saying I'm a worshiper? Do I need something that identifies me? Or has it been obvious by the way I've been acting? I appreciate your worship this morning. We travel around, so not everybody worships quite like this. So I want you to know it's been wonderful to be in service with y'all. We're excited about being here and working with the children. And come out and help us. We want to see some children get the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. And I say amen to that. So good to worship with you. I love what I feel here today. I love meeting new people. And so hello to all my brothers and sisters in the Lord. So good to be here. And I will warn you that her mother and my mother were sisters. And they were great sisters. And they raised some great children. Just 
it's embarrassing when you have to tell them how great we are. It is wonderful to have every one of you here in this house today. And it's my desire to help your neighbor, to help your boss, to help your employees. It is my true desire to help our city, the government, the way that life is done, accomplished, or etc. And it being Father's Day, I think that it's important that we recognize the Father. If I can find my little robot here. Yes, I found it. That somehow we could identify in a simple formula the source that makes everything work. Father simply means the means of having something done or doing something. We, we refer to the Father of Lights, Edison. We re refer to people that have created cell phones as the father of that particular venue. And so it, it's important to understand the word father just simply means source. You did not get here by yourself. You didn't come from a frog. You didn't come from any other thing. God created man. The first three chapters of the Bible identify the three main events or characteristics of the remaining part of the kingdom life. In the beginning, chapter 1, God created the heaven and the earth. Number 2, God created man. I mean, this, Satan. And then God created man and then Satan, I'm sorry. So you have those three and man is caught up in the middle of God and satanic forces. The eyes take you to where they continue to look. As long as you are looking for earthly things to satisfy you, remember this. All of this earth is about to be burned up and disappear. To believe in God is to not just believe that there is a God. To believe in God is to trust that source. Father just simply means source. Man is a phenomenon. And so as we go through these scriptures, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Jesus is talking here. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. I want to slow down right there just for a minute because that 
you are the tabernacle of God, the Bible tells you that. You are the tabernacle or the mansion. You can be a great mansion or you can be a sort of a weird mansion or you can be sort of a dilapidated mansion. I have driven through what used to be parts of our community in Shreveport in Ohio and people did not maintain the integrity that produced the mansion. And so we watch the ruins and you are living in a world of premier importance and power. And the Bible uses the term, why turn to the beggarly elements when you have a sophisticated God that can put stars in the sky, can put sun in the land and the moon in its place and then create rain in a proper time. My timing and his get off on the rain. I don't want rain on holidays, but believe it or not, he decides what I get. And so learning to live without being spoiled. How many of you have ever told your kids, you're not going to be a spoiled kid in my house. You're not going to get everything you want, but you're going to get everything you need. And that's the reason some of you have so many great people in your life. And God is not willing that any should perish, but that they all should come to repentance or change. Repentance has to do with change. And so you repent of yesterday's weakness and giving up and, and wanting to quit, etc. And, and so today we're dealing with this Father's Day, the source of your joy, the source of your righteousness, the source of your peace. Those are kingdom powers, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So why would not everybody want to receive the Holy Ghost. I mean, like, it's like power, Acts 1 and 8 says. You, you can receive power. And how many of you have told people, look, that's what I want to do, and that's what I'm going to do. And then all of a sudden you find out you don't have the power or the money or the prestige or the brain power to make that happen. And so then, after days of trying to make it happen, frustration. And that's why you got a world full of drugs, alcohol, and promiscuity. The path is clear. The path is available. So the way we know, and Thomas saith unto him again, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? So Jesus said what? 
Brother Malone, would you stand and read that? We're going to baptize his boy here in a little while. Anybody else not baptized in the name of Jesus? We're ready to baptize you in the name of the Lord. Verse 6, Brother Malone. Wait just a minute. Say it like you're really reaching out. Okay, now what did we say Father means? Thank you, sir. It's what? Source. No man comes to the source but by me. Those are critical realizations. Again, Jesus said, my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. If you had known me, Jesus was saying, you should have known my Father or my source and from henceforth, you do know where I got this power. You do know where I got this wisdom. You knew where I got this uh, patience. You know where I got the joy. If you had known my father, but now you have seen him because he became part of that spiritual power by the spirit in him the Bible uses the term in him dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead spirit world bodily it, it's not it's not a hard thing to receive I mean to believe when you realize what's going on here so everybody has a source And sometimes this little critter here works. and some, there, Oh, there it is. And look, look at Paul writing to the church at Corinth. Paul is trying to help them maintain the integrity that goes along with being a worshiper, to be go along with being a follower, to be a part of the victory that overcomes the world. And so he is saying here to the church at Corinth, and Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father or the source, and it sufficeth us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long with you, and you have not known me? Philip, he that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Because Jesus produced the power of the Father through his body and healed the lame, raised the dead. And then he himself came forth from the dead. So we know that he didn't have to die but he laid his life down because of the will of the Father or the source of life. He understood that the grave can't hold what the source can provide. So today we're, we're looking at some very important thing concerning your life. When you look in the mirror, you need to ask yourself, hey, look, 
Am I really in touch with the bank or the father who owns the universe and beyond? Am I really walking in him? We are living in a generation of people that don't need to be arguing with one another. I have seen people just try to argue, well, you ought to be Baptist, you ought to be Catholic, you ought to be Pentecostal, you ought to be an atheist. You argue, argue, argue. I tell you what God did, he didn't argue. He produced a life that was beyond comprehension. And he left a welfare check for the rest of us when he moved up and 500 in the Luke, the 24th chapter, and we saw, they said, we saw him go away. And even watching him rise off of that mountain, only a fourth of them came back to receive the power of the Father. That is almost unthinkable to me. So believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? And the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. I can tell you there was no two humans about him. If Jesus was lying there, then the rest of the story is mute. God was in Christ, and we'll see it, reconciling the world to himself. Everybody understands that himself is not plural. That shows the plurality of ability. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Choice is always ours. Your neighbor, your wife, your husband, your children, your parents, you can't make them go to heaven, and you can't put them in hell. It's their choice. And a good responsible mate or a good responsible parent, or let's just put it where it really is, a good responsible pastor, if he doesn't teach the word in season, out of season, he is out of relationship. You can't teach it all in one Sunday. You can't all teach it all in one night. That's not what that's about. What it's about is, how many times do you eat bread there? Brother Little, right here. Would you stand? He, you can tell he's been eating something. He just keeps rising. Uh, how many times do you eat a day? At least three. That's great. Does anybody else do that? Raise your Twinkie or something, huh? You know, I mean, thank you, sir. Uh, it, it, it's an amazing thing to me that we go eat when we don't even need to. But then there's those days when you worked hard and you dissipated a lot of strength and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears sort of a thing. And, man, you come in and, honey, you got supper ready? Honey, did you bring supper home for us? I'm tired of cooking racing around with these kids all day long. 
Ladies and gentlemen, church business and church services are not about going through some boring routine. Oh, God, I hope he don't preach long. I hope he gets, uh, gets with it and gets out. No, no, no. We go to the table anticipating. Hope she did a good job today. Maybe since I left it with him, he'll try his best. I just don't believe in boring life, and I sure don't believe in boring church. I believe that we ought to arrest this flesh every morning and say, you're not dictating my day. I'm turning to the light of the world. I'm turning to the joy of the life. I'm turning to the power of the life. I'm turning to the prince of peace. I'm not going to have a frustrating day all day. Well, if the more you think about not having a frustrating day, you're going to have a more frustrating day. That's why the scripture says, through desire, a man separateth himself and intermeddleth unto all wisdom. You've got to have a desire to leave where you've been living. You've got to have a desire, and that desire has to be more reputable than the life that we have lived in poverty when there is an affluent level of godliness and power and victory. I'm telling you, those football players, they can't wait. They practice. Uh, some of you guys that know a little bit about getting ready for football, you understand when they one guy would lay on the ground and the other one would jump over him and, and fall on the ground and then they'd jump back over each other. Some of you guys were even in the military where they, they did a lot of that. How many of you ever did run track? You know, raise your hand so the people can see you. There you go. And, and, and did they pay you for that? No, it was desire. I'm going to be a champion. I'm going to be a winner. I'm not going to be straggling around. Oh, God, I've got to go to church. Maybe I'll make it. No, 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 no. I can't wait to get to the house of God. It's the house of bread. It's the house of wine. It's the house of wisdom. It's the house of knowledge. It's the house of understanding. It is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Ladies and gentlemen, it's high time to educate our neighbors, educate our children, educate the people that are frustrated and don't know how to get over it. I'm here to tell you, he's the prince of peace today. He's in the house today. His word is the bread of life today. I wish somebody would stand up and praise him a little bit just for being able to be in his presence. <clears throat> Let's look at this a little further. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth in us Oh, that's me. I thought, sure, somebody would say, me. It's not a plural. He that believeth on the works that we do, shall we, and greater works than these shall, because... Go back to my source. God became flesh out of a womb 
of a virgin. And that is the flesh of God. That is what we call the Son of God. Don't forget it. God is a spirit. And he seeketh such to worship him in spirit and in truth. So we go directly to the word of God on this Father's Day because we want to celebrate fatherhood in every way we can. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the source may be glorified in the action or the flesh. Jesus was the presentation of God in flesh. God, spirit, moved in him. Thus, in Jesus dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, the Bible said. So if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. So what you want to be doing as you are creating a faith in people is to have a testimony. It's one of the greatest things in the world to have a level of confidence that when you tell your little girl or little boy or your mom or dad or your brother, your sister, your wife or husband, I'm going to pray a prayer of faith over you. Well, it's not a recitation, a recitation. You're not just reciting words unless you are just reciting words and hoping that somehow out here some mystical thing does happen. No, no, no. In him, that name alone can bring about the covenantal powers or the promises of God into a spiritual setting. And there you, in the name of Jesus, I command this sickness to get out of this body. In the name of Jesus, I command the weakness of thought patterns be overtaken by the wisdom of the word. Praying over people and generating something that will develop their faith will cause them to get away from their fears and weakness and trembling and all of a sudden they, they, they. And, and the first thing you know I'm out of there I'm out of the sickness. I'm out of the, I'm got, I've overcome this thing. And that's what the spirit of the Lord is all about. Power, power to activate the word of God. And the word of God is the plan of God. And the word of God is the path of God. And the power is the Holy Ghost that inspires you. Get out of that bed or your kids are going to starve to death. That's what he says to us preachers. Preachers, preach the word. Preach the word. Be instant. Be in season. Out of season. Whenever it's necessary, preach the word. When a, when a world is going in wobbly form, preach the word. When a mother and a dad are having trouble, preach the word. When a family is disunified, preach the word. It will bring things back together. It will bring and harness the glory of what got this whole thing started. I wish we'd praise him a little bit in this house.
If you love me, keep my commandments. You don't have to wonder when people love God or don't love God. They can go to church, and since we're Pentecostal, I'll use us. Though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity, I am a sounding brass or tinkling cymbal. Well, that's a challenge. And that is amazing that Paul turned to the tongue talkers first in 1 Corinthians 13. Secondly, he challenged all the college students. Though I have all knowledge and I have all understanding and all this wisdom of the world and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. And then he keeps digging. He hits the charitable institutions. God said, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to make this hard on you. All you got to do is study. And charity is just love. And so the third one is charitable institution. Though I give my body to be burned and have all of this and all that. He said, it is nothing. I can't thank God enough for all of the three things that are I just mentioned because they do have some healing elements. They do have some help. They get hope. And hope maketh not a shame. But what we are trying to do as a people on, in this apostolic setting is we are trying to arrest this flesh and quit worrying about God's ability, a Father's ability to keep the earth going around until he says, time shall be no more. And this earth, this heaven and this earth are going to fly out of here. And you and I need the power of the Holy Ghost to go the right direction then. That's why we try to help direct the path now is because if you're going in the right direction now and it all ends quickly you're going to go the rest of the way in a moment in the twinkling of an eye whatever you're looking toward and whatever you're living for all of a sudden we shall all be changed and we shall all take on a new body I'm here to tell you I'm ready to get out of this body whenever God needs me to but until then I'm going to preach the word I'm going to preach about the blood I'm going to preach about the Holy Ghost I'm going to preach about sanctification I'm going to preach about a destiny I'm going to preach how to get it and how to live it and how to walk it and how to talk it. God loves you. He proved his love. I wish all over the building we'd bow our heads and tell God what our real ambition is. Whisper it. Don't, or if you're going to say it at all, just whisper it to yourself. Because that's your destiny. Whatever is your heartbeat, your father can compensate it. He has got the source and the resource. So try to keep that prayer in mind. I have a prayer I pray every day. I just started a new one uh, particularly that I try to pray every day. First thing I get up. And, and it's a short prayer. Don't even take me but a minute, minute and a half at the most but it's my dedication to the day. 
It's my dedication to you. It's my dedication to our city. I am not going to be lost when it comes to how and what I plan to do every day. Lost is to be in a place where you don't know where you're going. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to achieve what you really want. That's lost. Pastor is preaching and teaching the best I can. Today is the day of salvation. Looking up or looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He will never force you to go to his heaven. I tried to uh, tell you a few months ago, those of you that were here will understand it. First three chapters of the Bible, God introduces the whole show. God, man, and Satan. He doesn't withhold anything. He starts it right at the start of his writing. And you are in the middle. And your choice makes a difference for how every day goes, how every day lives. This is your time. To know even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not. Neither knoweth him, but you know him. For he dwelleth with you. Now he's talking to the church at Corinth. And shall be in you, but I will not leave you comfortless. When you believe in God, you believe all things are possible. When you believe in God, you believe that all wisdom and knowledge is available. When you believe in God, you mean that I will practice that knowledge and that strength that is available. You can't plan to ride in a car unless you open the door and get in. You can look at it in all of its beauty and remember a trip and remember all the, the, the workings in it and the heater and the, and the stereo and, and how people bragged on it. But if you don't start the engine, you're just sitting around. I'm trying my best today, this Father's Day, to get you to understand that the source of this was not to be a limited resource. He said, "It's I am able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. To think that you're going to heaven and not have the door opened and live with the power of daily victory. He said, let me tell you, Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Brother Little, would you come back and help me? You, you always enjoy doing this so much. Now that, that's a little bit of a, it's nearly a lie. He's big enough to hold my flesh back. And I remember that the Word of God says, Behold, I create evil. And I create good. So he says, look up. Don't look at what you're being blocked by. Look up. For your Redeemer ever liveth. 
The redemption draweth nigh. You may be going through what you call hell, but you don't know hell like the rich man did. I tried my best to tell most of you the rich man in hell could still see, but he kept communication with God's world. Kept communication, but he didn't obey God. Here is the critical issue. You got to get a God that can handle your big problems. I can't handle this guy. He knows how to shoot a bow and arrow. He knows how to shoot a gun. And he knows how to shoot a look at you. Thank you. How many of you remember that day I had him bring that bow and arrow and he shot it right in yonder? Boy, I tell you what, that was a nerve-wracking deal for he and I both. But he hit that thing. And God don't miss his target. He's looking at every one of us today. He's got angels. If you think your cell phone is amazing, I don't know who that Mr. Scam likely is, but I don't even like his last name. That Mr. Scam likely calls me almost every day. And I get ready to throw that thing in the river because it makes me so aggravated that somebody can get a hold of me and me not even want them to get a hold of me. But that's the devil. He wants, he's got your number and he's going to plant thoughts in you. So-and-so don't like it. So-and-so is not willing. They put the far, farce on it. They act like they do. And some do. But not all do. That's why you've got to have the Spirit. The Spirit discerneth the things of the world. The Spirit discerns and looks into by spiritual power. And that's why somebody says, what's wrong with you today? Oh, nothing. Well, you're sure acting like something's wrong. Well, why don't you tell me? You can tell me in confidence. Boy, that may be a lie. Because, uh, you know, I, I knew a guy one time, you know, he said, I won't tell anybody, but my friends may. We, we, we've all seemingly got a few of those people that, that we, what we mean is I may or may not tell them. God is never going to share with your neighbor the weakness that you concede to him. He said, you just put your stuff on the altar and I will consume it with the fire that was in the tabernacle the temple, and now the spirit of fire that fosters the revival that is about to happen. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But you see me because I live. You shall live also. At that day you shall know that I am in my Father, ye in me, and I in you. Please tell me where the plurality of persons is there. There is no plurality of persons. It's offices that he fulfilled as 
he said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Because the Spirit is invisible. But in him dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And that's why you want to memorize Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. It is important that you understand that. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them. He it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and will, somebody say manifest, myself to him. Judah saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Somebody say Holy Ghost. That's why. Acts 1 and 8, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come. And you shall be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. That's why we've got these wonderful ministries that are going to be ministering tonight and uh, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night going to be fabulous. We want our kids and our children and our minds renewed as we watch and observe and sense and see that God has still got ministries going on that reach every person and so they can walk uprightly and issue evil and they can find an oasis in the middle of their deserts and they can find a God that can get them out of the fiery furnace. I'm telling you that God is alive and the way you know it is the sun keeps up, keeps coming up and the moon keeps coming up, and the weather keeps going on, and life continues for the trees and all the rest, and for you. If you have not been baptized in the name of Jesus, we are going to have a baptismal service right now, and if you need to go, please feel free to ease out, but I'm asking all of us to let's just begin to pray right now sort of for the city for your families and that the source would flow through you there are several of the scriptures I wanted to bring but I obviously can't get to all of them but let me tell you you are a divine tributary if you are filled with the Holy Ghost baptized in the name of Jesus and rise to walk in the newness of life or in holiness holiness is it's just a fabulous place to live it's a glorious place. When they see you, they see him. That's holiness. Disciplines, we Im really include disciplines for a church body. That's, there's a little bit of a difference right there, but it all is inclusive in God's plan of crucifying the flesh and walking in the Spirit. Could we pray all over this building and you make the decision if you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, Acts 2.38, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 8, Acts 10, and 11, and Acts 19. We have papers out here if you want to study it to make sure you're on the right track. Please, the, the board is outside to the left, and you will find writings that will help you to be educated and not argumentative. All over this building, prayer warriors, would you begin to pray for the next couple of three minutes? Crying to the Lord, the Bible said. Oh God, for our city, make me a light. 
God, for the neighborhood, make me in alignment with you so that my voice, my actions, my activities, my thought patterns filled with your glory. Oh, Lamb of God, hallelujah. And if y'all will, just sing a song while I run and go get this key. you begin praying for the individual that's getting baptized that God would be with him 
we stand behind this young man. Oh, God, I pray that you will be with him, oh, Lord, from this day forward. Cover him in your name. You are worthy, God. While he's getting up here, why don't somebody stand up that's truly appreciative of the scripture Acts the second chapter 38th verse somebody stand up and testify a little bit about what that means to you the scripture to you though I've quoted it then Peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost Trip Glenn Malone upon confession of your faith and in obedience to the word of the Lord I now baptize you in the only name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. Such a beautiful day. 